Hi all, I'm Tori Hicks-Glogowski, and this is Meet Me on Your Mat, the space to get and stay inspired to keep up a lifelong yoga practice. I've been teaching yoga for over a decade and in love with yoga and on my mat for over 15 years. Work, family, kids, the ups and downs of life and yoga, it's completely possible. And we're going to talk about it all. Stay tuned because your weekly dose of yoga inspiration is on its way now. Good morning. All right. I'm good morning. I'm so glad to see you. Uh, and I'm grateful that you're going to share uh, some time with us today and talk about your practice. If you'd like, if you could introduce yourself for us. Okay. Um, my name is Denise and I've been practicing yoga pretty consistently for the last 10 years. Nice. And um, I'm a mom of three I've got, I'm down to one business. At one time we had three different businesses um, and uh, family and friends and, and like to uh, keep active, love to do yoga, be outside. And uh, I read a lot as well. Yay. I love that. <laughs> My kind of person, <laughs> 10 years of yoga and I like to read a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so your first class was 10 years ago, um, and I know a little bit about your first class, but please tell everyone um, about your first class, the story of your first class, and, and actually what made you show up for that class? Uh, we were living in Tokyo, Japan at the time, okay. and uh, we had a new family move into our building, and we were meeting, and she had come from Singapore, and she said, I'm so excited to be in Japan, in Tokyo, because there's Bikram Yoga here. And we're all like, Bikram Yoga, what's that? And uh, she said, oh, it's hot yoga. And it, like, hit me in my chest. It was like, oh, my God, I have to do that. Nice. And I had no experience with yoga before, but it was like my body just was like, oh, my God. And I was like, oh, I'll go with you. I'll do it with you. And... Um, so she took me to the first class. She kind of prepped me for it a little bit, but not too much. You know, you don't want to give away all the no. goodness. <laughs> and she'd been practicing long, and she had been practicing for a couple of years, so she had an uh, interim perspective on it by that time. Okay. And um, she took me to class and made sure uh, I got through it. And afterwards, I just laid there, and I was so relaxed and happy and, you know, living with been living in Tokyo at that time for about four or five months so just kind of settling in but you know living in a new city and a new culture um, had just puts a lot of stress on you yeah. and so for the first time in a few months I felt like I was finally like ah oh, I'm okay this is gonna be okay yeah oh how so nice. it was um after that I she and I went back a few times together and um, I could do it more in the morning. She could do it more night. And then, um, after, after that first class, I went home and told my husband, David, I was like, Oh my God, I did this bigger yoga thing. And I really thought he was going to be like, okay, okay. You freak. <laughs> and he was like, Oh, can I do it too? Okay. And I was like, really? And he was like, yeah. And so we went to a different studio, uh, for his first class. And uh, that was a long room with Winnie the Primitive Fire and a couple of space. Um, 
Oh my goodness. So it wasn't exactly controlled like my, like the, the other studio that I went to, which had a whole HVAC system and humidity and all of that. So we ended up doing uh, more yoga in the one that I had first gone to eventually. But uh, yeah, so it really became kind of a thing that he and I did um, for a while. And then, you know, life gets busy. And But with, uh, with all the stress of living in Japan, we were also there for the March 11th tsunami. Mm-hmm. So uh, having to very quickly get our family out of there, our youngest was three at the time, and there was lots of concern about radiation and, you know, how long before it's in Tokyo, because we were about 60 miles away, I would say. Wow. Uh, from where the nuclear reactor was. So we got out of there and we went to uh, China where we had a vacation planned. <laughs> um, and then after that, we spent a few weeks in Hong Kong, which was great because we had Bikram Yoga again to kind of work through some of, some of this. And then uh, we made the decision to bring the kids back to Chicago again. And uh, we let them finish the school year out in Chicago. But again, uh, I was able to do Bikram Yoga in Naperville. And being a single mom, uh, because David had to go back to Japan and continue to work um, during that time. So that was such a lifesaver and such a wonderful way to feel part of a community really quickly. um, And also to work through everything that was happening in the moment instead of having to carry it around for a long time and then work through it later. Yes. So it's so, it so cleansing. <laughs> I bet. I bet. So how would it, how did that work with the, with the three kids? Um, were they able to watch each other while you were out at yoga or did you have a babysitter come in or? Uh, a little bit of both. My oldest two were 14 and 12. Okay. So they were in, and then the youngest was three. So they were old enough to really be babysitting and hanging out on their sure. own. But they were also 14 and 12, which, depending on their mood, <laughs> sometimes it worked to leave them alone. And sometimes uh, we had we had friends nearby. And, you know, sometimes we'd have somebody come over. Yeah, come over. And it, um, hang out with them while I went and did yoga. But that year, um, their Mother's Day gift to me was they did hot yoga with me. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, uh, the studio in Neighborville did a kids class during the um, morning class, so uh, they went and did the kids class, and, and I did my class, and that was fun. That is fun. Do they um, remember it or? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, the older two do. I don't. I don't know if my but youngest Maggie. does or not. Yeah. I'll have to ask and see if she does. Yeah, but they are. They and did, all, did they uh, like it, or were they like that's nutty? And <laughs> they're like, yeah, we're done. We're done. Um, That's funny. My my middle daughter is um, dabbles in it from time to time. Yeah, she does some on her own, and uh, she's done Bikram in studio with us for a while. And but the other two are like, yeah, whatever, whatever. <laughs> You're still planting seeds. Uh, you know, there might be a point yeah. where it speaks to them, and yoga is something that they'll want for them their lives. You know, or it will fit nicely into whatever's going on for yeah. them. Yeah. Got the youngest one on the SMR train, though. So we're. Who is on the <laughs> okay, SMR train? Okay, it just takes time. Uh, Maggie is the youngest one. Oh, is she? I yeah, love yeah, that. Basketball, you know, it was a really abbreviated season. There wasn't the conditioning that there was, and so she was really 
and plus she's still growing. So uh, her, the legs were really giving her some trouble and she found some really good relief with the SMR tools. So that was yeah. nice. That is really nice. And just for people listening, uh, we're abbreviating saying uh, SMR, but that means self myofascial release, uh, which is something uh, that I, I love and teach um, as often as I can. <laughs> um, and usually yeah. if you work with me, you become like a little bit of an SMR geek. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, Yeah, junkie, total junkie of SMR. So that's so nice that you were able to pass that down to her. And um, yeah, it's it's awesome, especially for kid athletes to stay open and keep their mobility. Yeah. So that's fantastic. Growing and, you know, changing. And again, you know, with everything that's been happening this year, um, lucky to have a season, but with the abbreviated season comes abbreviated conditioning too. So absolutely. Yeah. So um, go, let's let's go all the way back because we 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 traveled quite a quite a distance from your first class on. Um, let's think about your first year. Uh, was there anything in your first year? Because I always think of the first year as like magical in so many ways because certain things open up that you never thought would. Uh, did you have any experiences like that? Um, yeah, I you know just the magic was that things were opening, right? And I was feeling things in my body that, because I was in my 40s by that time when I started. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, I had tightened up places without even realizing it, just, you know, with life and, you know, gradually over time and kind of being able to touch my toes again and um, what else? I just being able to not have my shoulders up next to my ears without <laughs> intentionally putting them there. Yeah. You know, yeah. things like that, uh, that you don't really notice because it does happen over time and, and those things open. Um, but there was also for me a lot of frustration because of all that I couldn't do. Right. So yeah. I couldn't stand on one leg and I couldn't, um, I couldn't kneel, or lay all the way back and fixed firm. And, you know, it, at that point, my brain was creating a longer list of things that I could than the things that I, or the, a longer couldn't. list of things that I couldn't do than things that I could do. Um, so although I was feeling better and I feel great after class, you know, um, and had some of the best naps of my life after <laughs> class in that first year, like, I just feel like, out for a couple hours and then wake up and just feel so refreshed and relaxed and, oh, and so good. you know, reset. So, um, that was really, uh, it, again, it just felt so cleansing that first year where it was just like working so much stuff out and getting lighter in a way yeah. um, that I hadn't experienced with other kinds of exercise or other, other kinds of um, self-help things. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So, um, you've been practicing for 10 years, uh, and with everything that goes on in your life, your multiple businesses and your three kids, have you ever had to take a long break from your practice? Yes. Yes. (laughs) You can admit it to me. It's okay. (laughs) I had multiple breaks. Um, and there were times where I thought, Oh my gosh, I, I just, I'm not, I can't go back again. I can't start over again. It's been too long. Um, 
but there's always that pull and it really you know it started out being a real physical thing um but it's the mental health piece of it that gets me back on the mat after a long break so um, we opened two different franchise businesses in uh, 18 months and it was a lot like having two kids yeah. <laughs> that close together um, so during that time when they were when we had just opened one and we're in the process of opening the second one um, I rarely made it to my mat I was you know fit again once in a while um, but the cool part was is that my body remembered yeah. and that um, my brain appreciated the break and it got to where the people, the opening staff would look at me and they would go, you haven't been to yoga in a while, have you? Oh, no. <laughs> maybe, maybe I'll finish this up and you go to yoga. I think you can make it. Oh, my God. Please, <laughs> please, lady. This is obviously what makes you tick. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, so I was really uh, grateful for for them to see that and to go, oh, she'll be better. <laughs> she'll be <laughs> she'll be much easier to deal with if we get her get her an hour and a half in the hot room. Absolutely, so, um, that's awesome. That is so cool. Yeah. So yeah. Um, that being said, uh, what does your practice look like today? Um, my practice looks completely different than uh, than it did the first time I stepped on the mat uh, and even even from a year ago or two years ago because a year ago uh, before I started doing your online classes I I wasn't do, I hadn't been doing yoga I was on a break uh, and I done had been going to orange theory which is another it's another thing yeah uh, that I enjoy but uh, it doesn't have the same pull on me that yoga does, but yeah. I've been doing Orange Theory, which was fine. But then the studios closed down, and there was nothing to do. Um, and then I found out that you were doing these online classes, and I I came back, and um, it has been so cool to have that base of gauche, to have that Bikram base, um, and to experience it outside the hot room because um, you know the hot room I gives you. So much extra flexibility being that warm <laughs> it does gives you gives you an edge that you don't have in just a regular room. Yep. So it's um, it is a an interesting thing because after a year of, of pretty consistently doing yoga, I for sure haven't missed a week, and Mm-mm. I don't think I've missed more than two days in a row. Yeah. Um, I, whether it's you know, live or being able to take a recording um, that that I've done it. So being challenged, you know, and having that muscle memory, I think it is so cool <laughs> that my body knows or my brain knows even when my body's like, yeah, yeah, that's not quite going to work yet. <laughs> but my brain's like, yeah, you do that all the time. You can yeah. you can put your your. Uh, leg up in tree pose you know you can get it up that high yeah like, eh, maybe not today it's pulling a little on my knee but very quickly it changes so much when you come back um you know the first class for me is always like oh why did I why did I stay away for so long I love you so much yoga yeah so good for me uh-huh. and then like class two three and four are like 
oh yeah, <laughs> there's still some work to do here. Oh, the yoga bus. Yeah, just trucking on over me. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but then it's amazing how quickly things kind of come back. And, you know, I think of rubber band and, you know, how you stretch it out and it comes back to its shape. And it's kind of the opposite of that, right? Because our muscles tighten up and then they lengthen and, and they really do want to be in those longer, easier uh, places, but life just doesn't allow them to, to rest there very much, right? Yeah. Yeah. So. Absolutely. The other thing that I thought was really interesting about my yoga journey was um, what happened about year three. Okay. So after, it took me about two years to really get the physical piece down and to find some balance and to open up things enough to um, to get some competence in, in my practice. But then what happened was that I stopped yelling at myself. Um, yeah. So it took a couple of years because, you know, the first time I went to put my hand in my foot and they weren't even close to each other. It's like, what is wrong with you? I would say such mean things to myself about this. And it's like, it's so not um, about that, right? It is your, what your body can do on that day. And yep. um, coming back and practicing again and again, that's made it much more peaceful for me, knowing that it's not going to be the same in all poses as it was in my last class. And, and that's okay yep. because it is what it is today. And I can do, I can do stuff that I couldn't do before I practiced yoga, no matter how long I've been away. So <laughs> I've got oh that going for me. Oh my goodness. Well, even the last year to watch your body open up in the way that it has. And, um, I've known you almost your entire Mm-hmm. yoga journey, right? Yeah. <laughs> Almost. I didn't see you in Japan or any of that, but um, yeah. I've known you for quite a long time. Um, but the last year, uh, what are some of the things uh, that you are were shocked that you kind of got into or were able to accomplish? Um, uh, inversions. I mean, I never, I never even considered doing them because I didn't think that I could, <laughs> or I should, or I don't know. It was, you know, uh, being able to to do a headstand and, um, you know, that being upside down and um, kind of with that as well, like the advanced camels and the wall walking, and although wall walking sometimes still makes me want to curl up in a little ball. <laughs> I think a lot of people feel like that. <laughs> uh, I'm very candid about my resistance to wall walking, yet I still do it every day. You know, it's one of those things where it's like, if you think your yoga teacher is like, yes, wall walks, they're not. <laughs> they're not. I'm like yeah. that about on wall walk five, but the first five are so tough to just get through, you know? So, yeah. 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 It's, um, yeah, I'm trying to do one a day. <laughs> I'm hey. just, I'm really comfortable with that. There's- Super better than none a day, right? So, yeah, yeah just... Yeah. Some days I'm up to two or three, and it's like, okay. Okay. Yeah, let's keep going. And um, But even that little bit makes things happen in class that, you know, like today um, we did the... What was super 
what was it? The folks? <laughs> Thunderbolt? Um, Thunderbolt? Thunderbolt, yeah. All right. Where we walked down the wall um, and that I could so confidently do that without any freak out, any, yeah. you know, that I love that my, I hit my nose. <laughs> it didn't hurt too much, but it did kind of hurt a little bit. It's yeah. Like, oh, You're like, oh, I'm too close, close to the wall. Yeah. Yeah. Just being a little too close to the wall. Um, but that my brain didn't freak out that I was that close to the wall. I mean, what a, what Difference. a change from like going, oh my gosh, I'm, I can see the wall. Am I okay? Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, in the, for those of you listening, Thunderbolt is like a full camel, but you're grabbing your thighs. Uh, so uh, it was a challenge at class today for sure. Um, it's, a, it's a little harder on your quads. And so um, it was nice to see. How, you were like one of the first ones that was like, I got this. Like turned towards the wall. I was like, okay, <laughs> let's see what's going on. Um, but it was just, yeah, it's amazing to see um, how brave y'all are getting, you know, uh, yeah. with some of your stuff. Yeah, and I think there's a confidence um, because, you know, we're, we're in class, we're with others, we're with a teacher, but because you're alone in your space, you really have to step up and be your own teacher in a way that you don't when you're in a group class in a studio. Sure. Um, and I think that that has given me a lot of confidence overall in my practice nice. that I didn't have where I don't, um, because before this I would go like, Oh, could I, could I go from this pose to another pose? And now I feel like I've got enough knowledge and knowledge of my body mm-hmm. and knowledge of the poses that I could, I can go and, and say, Oh, you know what? I want to work on, like I worked on pro a little bit, last night in a different way yeah and it was like I wouldn't have done that a year ago even (laughs) three months ago I don't know that I would have done that but but um I think I'm to the point where I've got some curiosity yeah about what these poses are and what my body does and what it does for my body yeah um that wasn't there so that's really exciting and that you know that keeps it fresh and new and um I think it's because my body is opened up in ways that it hasn't before where I go oh maybe this oh so it really does work like that because you look at you know sometimes you look at other people do something and you go my body doesn't do that there's no (laughs) way my foot's going behind my head yeah and that's another one where I really I would have never guessed that I could do that Mm -hmm. on my left side I can do that pretty well isn't that exciting Um, so it's, um, it, it, there's so much that I can do now and there's so much that I didn't even consider to explore before. Okay. Um, so that's really exciting. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, I don't, um, there's still poses that kick my butt, uh, standing head to knee. Yeah. <laughs> it's still. It's such a bugger of a posture. Real problem, <laughs> but you know, it is what it is. Yep. It's better than it used to be, um, but it's not where I want it to be yet. So, um, And how do you feel about that now? I mean, now that your, your practice is about way more than just 26 postures, right, which mm-hmm. comprises the Beaker method, it's about, like, so many postures uh, that how do you feel about standing head to knee 
as opposed to when it was just one of 26 and it had like an importance to it. Um, is it still important or is it, is the goal? Yeah, it is still, I mean, it is still important to me because it, um, it, I know that it's hard for me still because my lower back is still really closed up and it doesn't have the flexibility that I need to, to be able to execute that posture, um, fully. So it, it is important to me because when I can do it, then I know I will have opened my lower back. It's not important to me because I want a picture or because, Oh gosh, no, uh, that's not what I was asking. A challenge or, you know, whatever (laughs) it's, it's important to me because it's a, it's a way to measure, um, something else that has opened in me. Yeah. A change, a change. Uh Yeah. Yep. Oh, I like that. Um, and it has changed so much. It's It's been really fun to watch. And uh, I do think that that one is wildly different to do outside of the heat. Uh, it's like your yeah. heart rate isn't as much of a factor as it is when you're in the hot room. At the same time, uh, you really have to have gained quite a bit of core strength to support the flexibility across the back line to achieve that without being really hot you know um yeah 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 exactly and you know for me my um hamstrings and quads and hips have always been really tight because I end up either sitting in a car driving or sitting in front of a computer working for a lot of my life um so to be able to gain flexibility in those as much as I have is crazy good yay um yeah 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 and you know it's so interesting um, to measure those changes and to think, you know, I was thinking this morning, I woke up and I was like, oh my gosh, it's almost been a year mm-hmm. that I've been doing these classes online. Yay, me. <laughs> um, <laughs> yay, Tori. Oh. Having them. Um, but how different my body feels is just awesome. Yeah. Wonderful. I love that. Like, I remember your first couple of classes, um, online classes with me when we went into Malasana Yogi Squat and just going, oh, okay, well, hang on. We're not going to be in there that long (laughs) because I could tell that it was just like that one was so overwhelming for you. And then to see two months later, you were able to go all the way down. It was like, okay. That was one of the markers for me as your teacher. I was like, okay, this works. Like, this does work. Um, if you just yeah. show up, this does work because that was a miracle moment over the last year uh, yeah. for you to get yeah, down in I it actually, and hold it. You know, I'm starting to bring my feet in a little bit on mm-hmm. that one, um, where before they were as far out as I could get them. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. I, get my hips down, yeah, down, down. And down. also, you know, I think um, the other thing is that uh, these are these classes have really given me a lot more core strength yeah. than I was getting in Bikram. Um, so Bikram demands a lot of core strength, but if you don't have it, it's really hard to gain it yes. in that class, I think. But um, it certainly makes life a lot easier when you've got um, the muscles in the middle working for you instead of hanging out going, hey, man, yeah. looks like you guys are having some trouble up there. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Um it is more of a flexibility-based pra- and mobility-based practice, which is awesome place to begin, mm-hmm. I think. But uh, once you start getting on your hands and you start 
getting, you know, that core really moving, uh, I think then everything starts to come together a little bit more. Uh, and I think it also creates an injury-free practice as well. So Yeah. Yeah. The other thing that's super interesting that's just happened in the last couple months is that, you know, before when I would activate my core, the muscles along the center of my abdomen would activate. And then one day, mm-hmm. I think it was trying to do crow, all of a sudden I realized my side abs, they, they like sparked and I went, oh my God, I'm not even using. <laughs> I have abs. more. <laughs> I have more. I have more abs to use. <laughs> That's awesome. Everybody, everybody says do their job. Oh, that's awesome. But it's like they weren't awake before, you know, so the brain hadn't figured out, you know, exactly what you were asking. Um, Or maybe the brain did, but the body didn't understand the command, right? It literally felt like a spark, like a little jolt of electricity that. that went through them. And they went, oh, oh, you mean us? (laughs) Oh, wait, we're supposed to be involved, you know, but it's creating those new neural pathways, you know, by asking the body to do something new every day. And that's what keeps us young. And that's what's awesome, you know? Yeah, yeah, Yeah. it makes it fun, too. I mean, really, um, I think I walk differently now having activated those outer ab muscles. Oh, I bet. Uh, So it's, I don't I think it's super. So cool. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Now, um, uh, what we kind of covered some of this, but do you have a posture that you were once unable to accomplish and you are just shocked you're able to do it at this point? Um, well, the last one um, is certainly one of those where it's like um, it has changed so much, but also. Like standing bow um, is another one that has changed so much. And um, at one point I felt like I had a really good standing bow, got away from yoga. And then that was one that never really kind of came back all the way. Mm -hmm. And then when I started um, last April with my at-home online practice, uh, it was awful. It was like, what? And it was one where my brain was like, no foot, go in the middle of the head. And my foot was like, uh, I can't get there. My hip was like, what are you talking about? We are not doing that. Yeah. And, um, you know, the balance was all wonky and all of that. But now I feel like I've gone past where I was when I thought, it, you know, kind of my best. And now I'm able to go even further in that. And that's really surprising to me that I, um, that I had more to give in that, you know, because when I had it where I thought it was good, it was good. It wasn't, it was fine, yeah. but this is better. It's deeper. It's, you know, more of an arch and, and, uh, a little, my chest was a little bit lower. So, um, there was more to give and I'm sure now there's still more to do, but <laughs> there's um, always more to do. <laughs> as, yeah. It, that's why it's a practice and a journey and not a, not a checklist, right? It's not. I was going to say, have you given up that habit of like, this is the checklist of what I can't do? Or do you now focus on like, this is everything I can do? Um, I focus on what I can do. And even more, I focus on what do I want to do? Okay. Um, so I, I want to do crow. I want, I really am so close to figuring out this trick of arm balancing. And I think it's that you are so I'm, close. I'm trying to move too quick and I'm not letting my 
uh, alignment take hold before I start moving. So um, it's those kinds of puzzles that make me really interested. And it's um, when I think about my yoga practice, I think about why things work, how do they work, how does this connect, rather than, oh, I I can't do this or I can do this or, yeah. you know, whatever. It's, um, it's a lot about, it feels like a puzzle to me that I'm, I'm figuring out more yeah. than anything. Oh, I like that. And it is, it is. It's like you're putting the pieces together. Um, whenever you approach, uh, especially an asana that's new to you, right? Um, a posture that maybe you're unfamiliar with, or like you said, with standing bow, you come back to a posture and you thought that you're really good friends with that posture, right? You were like really great friends. And then you realize that maybe that friendship wasn't so awesome. (laughs) And then you had to like work through that relationship. Yeah. So it's like you have these relationships with the postures. Um, and I think anyone that's had a decades long practice would say something like that. Like you feel like, wow, I used to be really good at this. And then you come, maybe you, you come back from your practice, you take a break or that posture falls apart. And then, um, you realize that maybe you didn't know what you knew about that posture, what you need to know about that posture. And though it was good, it can be more, it can be greater. Yeah. So, yeah, there was a lot more to it than where I was and I think that if I had just kept practicing I probably would have gotten a little stuck in that and been happy and content with what I had but because I had to rebuild it Mm -hmm. I got to learn about it again yeah and in a different way you know so it's it's good that's awesome Um, now if you could tell someone that was thinking about starting a practice or just beginning a practice um something that would help them, uh, what would it be? Be kind to yourself. Oh, I like that one. Yeah, just be kind. There's nothing good that happens. Whether you can or can't do a posture doesn't make you anything. <laughs> it just <laughs> is. Isn't that the truth? <laughs> I love that. It's so true because I do feel like there have been moments where you're like, when I do that posture, then A, B, and C, I will be so good. I will consider myself good at this. And then you get yeah. there and you're like, but I have 10 other postures I'd like to work on. Right. Um, so yeah. it's it's like you're still there. Wherever you go, there you are, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, so be kind and enjoy enjoy what you you know figure out what you enjoy with it and um there are things that have ebbed and flowed for me um you know there have been times when I really hate it back bending there's times when I really love it there's times when um I feel like I can really do something and then my mind and body are really in sync and there's days where I can't I can't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't focus or I, you know, I just, things aren't working the way that they should, so. Yeah. And just doing the practice or anyways. Or they did, not even should. Yeah. Um, but just doing, getting through the practice anyways, because the mm-hmm. whole thing is, is you're going to feel better afterwards, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I've never had a yoga class where I didn't walk out feeling better. Yeah. So it's like, even when I don't want to do it, like I really don't want to do it, um, 
Sometimes I manage to get myself on the map knowing that afterwards I'm going to really be glad that I did it. Yeah, absolutely. I get that. Yeah. All right. So we're going to do a lightning round. So just really quick answers um, if you can. But if you need to, if you need to tell me more, (laughs) then you can. I'm I'm not... um, totally sold on lightning round um like that we have to stick to one word <laughs> or anything okay. um least favorite posture um least favorite posture standing head to me yeah okay yeah favorite posture camel oh yay okay um a book you're reading right now since you're a reader um Ask, ask, and you will be healed. <laughs> ask, and it is given. <laughs> uh, ask, and I'll be given, but there's another one that I'm actually dabbling in that one because I want oh. the card from, let me, give me one second. Let yeah. me look and see what it is. It's another one that we had talked about in book club. Um, oh, you can heal your life? Yes, you can heal your life. By Louise L. Hay. I'll put that in the yep. show notes, guys. <laughs> that is a yeah. must read. What do you think of it so far? Um, I really am enjoying it. It's yeah. not quite as mentally challenging for me as Asking It Shall Be Given, but yeah. um, it, I feel like it, it's kind of easing me into that. <laughs> it that is. <laughs> They're similar. They're similar. Um, what Louise Hay is saying, what Abraham Hicks says is, they're similar. They're in the same. They're in the same box, I would say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, they're in the same neighborhood, right? Yeah, they are. Um, so, and um, I, yeah. So I'm finding that one to be really interesting, and um, I feel like that one I'm really ready for. The the other one I'm. That's okay. It's really challenging for me, but it's good. Yeah, it's good no, to be challenged. I mean, I did say um, Asking is Given is uh, the book club of the month for Meet Me on Your Mat. And uh, I did say when I gave it to him, I was like, it's a challenging one. But next month we'll do a novel. (laughs) So (laughs) just get through this. I think it will make for some really great discussion points for sure. Um, I think so. And, you know, it's it's challenging me, but that's not a bad thing. Yeah, that's true. That's a good thing. Yeah, it is. It's a... Uh, they have some really interesting things to say. Um, all right. Most memorable correction or adjustment? Oh, gosh. There have been so many. Um, most memorable correction or adjustment? I would say um, when I realize that close your ribs also means move your tailbone. Oh, yes. <laughs> that is a very good correction to have. Um, so getting the ribs close so that the pelvis is in the, that right place uh, of alignment. Yeah, that's that's a game changer one, I will say. When I learned that, that, that was probably yeah. a pivotal moment for me as well. Yeah, it's still, I, it's still hard to do. My, my pelvis still likes to have that little duck butt flare to it. Um, but we're working on getting it in, getting it in. 
I think it's a common thing, especially if you've had a long uh, Bikram practice, to have okay. that because that's such a heavy backbending sequence. And so okay. um, learning the whole close your ribs and get the pelvis in the right place. Um, even if you add that into your Bikram practice, uh, that really um, changed everything for me um, when it came to the 26 and yeah. 2. Yeah. It adds so much stability. Yeah. And, um, you know, with the first couple, well, the first eight years I heard close your ribs, uh, <laughs> I really focused only on the area of my ribs. And then, um, and then one day my hips came along with it yeah. and my pelvis moved. And I went, this uh, is, this is it. Yes. Because now everything has changed, you know, mm-hmm. and I can hold triangle for 10 years if you want me to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah, it changes everything. It's not a big deal. It's yeah, it's fine when you're in it, when your body uh, can be perfectly aligned. It is just glorious. Yeah, it's it's an awesome feeling, isn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is. If you could get one person on their mat that has yet to practice or they've stopped practicing, who would it be? My son. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's the oldest, right? Yep. 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 And the most stubborn. Okay. Love you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I like that. And then your posture goal for the moment. What is um, something you're um, working on? I've had a couple. So crow is one um, that I really want to be able to to get in and hold and feel comfortable in it um, and to the point where, you know, I can be in it for a couple of seconds where I get it and then I lose it and I've had one or two classes where I felt stable in it for a few breaths and you know chasing that still um and then the other one is um separate leg stretch no um separate leg the one where you put your forehead to the middle of your mouth separate leg stretching standing separate leg stretching standing separate leg stretching Um, yep that one uh, just because I feel like that's, um, that's still where I need to open. And I think if I could get that one, oh my gosh, I'd feel good. Yeah. Yeah. I think that would take away the little bit of, um, pain in my glutes that I still have, that I still struggle with. So I think if I can get that all to work out. It's so there. Both Crow and that one are so close. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm really pretty close on both of them. But the thing I like about Crow and that's really exciting is because I think if I get, once that really clicks in my brain and, mm-hmm. you know, it's like a cigarette lighter that won't start. Exactly. You can <laughs> see the spark. Yeah. Which <laughs> can't get the flame. <laughs> uh, but I think, it, you know, it's kind of the gateway to all the rest of the arm balancing. Yeah. So I, I think, think so all too. of that would come together pretty quickly for me. So. I think that's what we've witnessed, you know, over the last year is like once you get, and it doesn't always have to be crow. Um, sometimes it's a side crow, but once you get that first float, that really long float, I feel like then all of a sudden it's like, give me another one, give me another one. I want to try a different arm balance. Let's do it. And so then all of a sudden it's like, it, it just opens up this whole door to um, so many more postures. So it's you're so right there on the cusp. It really is like a nail biter to watch every day. <laughs> I'm like, gosh, 
Jeremy's right there. Um, but I know that that magic moment of like, I really understand that's coming for you soon. So it's going to be fun. Yeah. And you know, what's interesting is that the reason why I got back on my mat is that she had done an arm balancing workshop um, series. Yeah. Uh, a videos last year. And oh I went, yeah. Oh, that looks like fun. I bet I'm strong enough to do that. And, um, one of the first ones was side pro and you know, the instructions, they're so straightforward. It's so simple. And I go and I'm, I'm, uh, in a squat position and I put my one hand to my side. Okay. All good. Put your other hand to the side and hit the floor. And I'm like, I can barely get my arm around me. (laughs) Back to yoga. I know the hardest part about that side crow is that twist, right? If that twist isn't available to you. Yeah, exactly. Getting that twist and feeling, you know, Again, it wasn't that I hadn't been doing anything physical. I'd just been doing something different. But yet, um, seeing where mm-hmm. where all the tightness was and all that stress was, and you know, there certainly was plenty of stress to to work through this past year. So having having your classes has been such a blessing. Oh, thank you. Yeah, no, it's been a blessing. I think for everyone that's involved and me included, mm-hmm. it's been so fun to see the changes. And you're going to have to, the arm balancing challenge is still on my YouTube channel. So at some point you're going to have to go back and see and just see what the differences are. Because I think you'll surprise yourself, you know, how far you can get on those 10 days. I think that would be fun. Yeah. Yeah. That was kind of, that's always kind of fun to go back and and see, right? Yeah. Because um, I think you'd surprise yourself. You'd be like, wait a second, I actually can do those. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Do the other thing that oh, I've been uh, really challenging myself to do is to either record myself if I'm doing the class alone, mm-hmm. or going back and looking at the recording. Yep. If I did it in the group, and that's so hard. Still, is to, it? Yeah. But yeah, it, it really is. Does but it it's get, so good. I mean, I learn every time I look at it. I learn something about what I what I think I'm doing and what is actually happening. So yes. that's what I've been really working on, on trying to do that. That's why I think um, photography and videos, um, I think it's so important to progressing in a practice. Uh, And it's such an available tool that we all have nowadays. Like when I first started, there was a picture of your yoga practice that would have been weird. (laughs) (laughs) Though I really wish I had some photos, you know, (laughs) from back in the day. But uh, yeah, it was it was kind of a weird thing, and then as things have progressed and technology has progressed, and we all have photos on our you know video cameras on our phone and stuff like that, I think it's really valuable. You can see where you're off and where you're not, and uh, yeah, for yeah. sure. Uh, and it's information that uh, you're not always going to get from the teacher because you know your body even better, you know. So just to take that visual on what's happening for you is is good yeah and the other thing that i'm noticing too is that sometimes uh in class you know you're so focused on what you're doing you don't see what other people are doing there's really a lot of value in going back and being able to watch and see somebody who did it well or the other thing that i'm always surprised by is that i'm not the only one who's who's struggling yes (laughs) that is valuable oh look at that Everybody else is doing everything perfectly. Killing it. <laughs> when, you know? I know. I'm my own mess. 
Every time I talk to you guys one-on-one, you're always like, well, I'm the only one that can't do A, B, and C. And I'm like, what are you talking about? (laughs) Um, You're all so hard on yourselves. But if you do go back and look at the class recordings, you can see that it's like, oh, I struggled with that, but so did, you know, you know, so did these other people. So we're in this together and we're going to build this together, you know? Um, yeah. yeah, exactly. And that, um, yeah, there really is a lot of camaraderie and then also seeing somebody who was struggling with it and then they were succeeding in it. Yes. Like, yeah. Oh, look, okay. So I'm just a couple classes away or I'm just, you know, whatever, just keep working on it and it'll come and, uh, it'll happen whether it's, you know, something in your brain or mm-hmm. whether it's something in your body it's going to work itself out. Yeah. It's going to be okay. Absolutely. It's just a posture, right? And you're always better for having done the class, like we said earlier. Absolutely. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, is there anything else that you would like to add to the conversation that maybe we've left out? or? I don't think so. I think I got in my <laughs> a lot of my stuff. Uh, yeah, just you really the, the joy um, in being kind to myself that I get every day from yoga is has really been the reward um, that I didn't expect cool I love that that's a good gift yeah yeah that really is. yeah well thank you so much um, for spending this time with us I I just know uh, everyone I'm so grateful to everyone that is um, sharing their story with us because I know that someone out there is going to hear this and either take their first step on their mat or go, darn it, I need to get back to my yoga practice. Or if they practice every day, that your story will be the reason that they decide to make an effort to do that. So um, thank you. I really appreciate your time. You're welcome. Always a pleasure. Wasn't that fun? I loved hearing Denise's thoughts on her practice and how it's benefited her life over the past 10 years. It's definitely inspired me to get in my own personal practice today. Now I have a couple of things before you go. There are quite a few ways to connect with the Meet Me on Your Mat community. Take a live stream class, an online workshop, join us for book club, or peruse my long-standing blog. But the best way to connect with me is to become a Meet Me on Your Mat insider. And when you join, you automatically gain access to three free recorded classes. Isn't that awesome? I think everyone could use a yoga class these days, don't you? Go to the show notes and you'll see the link to join. And while you're there, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. And if you can, leave a review. I'll see you all next week for another inspiring story from a yogi just like you. Until then, I look forward to the day I get a chance to meet you on your mat.